Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey yo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I see girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly-bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks. Because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Yizzo! Hi. Hey, girl. Hi. How you doing? You know, I've been better. Oh, <laughs> thought she was gonna put on a fucking front, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> thought she was gonna, she gonna reel it in. <laughs> Not this week. I've been better. Um, how are you? How are you? You look oh. very summery. It's very Listening. hot. <laughs> I have, uh, I have a Fujijitsu, some kind of Asian air conditioner in my apartment that has failed me, which is not, you know, I'm flabbergasted because Japanese shit doesn't fail. So that's what you thought. I'm hot. I'm so hot right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 90 degrees. It is. And I'm on the second floor and my bedroom's carpeted. Oh my God. And I have a head wrap. Boy, (laughs) my hair is crazy. I was, yo, you should have been called Sheedy and been like, bruh, I got to come over. I can't even believe you and your child are in there. Tell her to go sit in the shower and run the cold water. She's in a coma, (laughs) probably. She's in a hot-ass coma. 
That poor girl went from your mom's cold ass fucking house. <laughs> Yo, your mom's yeah. house used to be. Was her mom? Was her house hot as well? Yes. Wow. We live wow. this life. This is nature, baby. Anyway, I had a re- revelation. Uh, I was driving down the street, and I saw <laughs> this beautiful. Black woman, she had a floral A-line skirt on, some flats. She was looking real like Ashley. What's the, what's the name of the- uh... Ashley Graham? No, she's looking real like the loft, <laughs> like real the loft, you know? Ashley Stewart? Not Ashley Stewart, the loft. Like- Talbots. Yeah, like just real like A-line, you know. Okay, just... okay, I hear you. Straight hair pulled back. J. Crew. J. Crew. She was giving me that. Like, it wasn't urban. It wasn't funky, chic, bohemian. She was like, no, I have a corporate job. My husband's probably white. Like, shout out to her. She was walking with such a straight back. And she had this smile. It wasn't a wide grin, but it was like a nice smile on her face. And it was summer and her skirt was, was just flowing. And she, I just said, I said, look at her. But then when I see white women walk with straight backs and smiles walking down the street, it just doesn't hit different. I'm like, get your <laughs> goofy does. ass out of here. <laughs> I can't stand to see a white, cause white people just walk down the street smiling. I'm like, yo, you, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like. <laughs> You're a hater, yo. Headphones. That's the most hater shit I've ever heard in my life. I know. That's why something's not right with me. I say all the time that you are a hater, but God damn. I I saw this black queen walking (laughs) with a smile and a straight back. And I was like, yes, girl. But when I see a white girl do it, I'm like, yo, you goofy as shit. So I just want to acknowledge that there is a bias and it's not, it's not okay. And I'm sorry to all the white women that are. Just try and be carefree. But it just hits different. Black We're just trying carefree. to have good posture. Damn. It's the smile. It's the combination of it's the, the smile. smile. Like, what you got to be happy like, about, why colonizer? Why are you smiling? Why can't they smile? You're not I don't that. get it. I don't, because I'm not well. <laughs> and so anybody I see doing it, especially white women, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with if you? If I'm not smiling, you don't get the smile? Anyway, wow. should be worried about women's smiles anyway. Isn't that a whole campaign, child? Stop telling women to smile. You're telling women not to smile. I was like, get that goofy-ass smile <laughs> off your face, bitch. Bitch, frown. Yo, frown, bitch. bitch. Why funny. you look so happy? First of all, I don't understand how white women walk down the street smiling like that, especially when like the sun is beaming in their eyes. Like I realized like, when I walk to the street, I'm like this. And I probably look so irritating. And it's irritated. always like, it's not a grin. It's like. I think it's a smile when they see black people, they don't know how to be. So it's an awkward. No. Hello, I'm not to be feared. It's, no, man, they be in their own world. Sometimes I see them in the distance. <laughs> All right. People girl. watching. Bye. That's Jojo's in camp. And I'm like, what have I been doing to myself? What have I been subjecting to myself? Why would I have her with me all the time? Because she's happier. I'm happier. She gets to be social, child, instead of talking to you all damn day. So, child, 
That's good. What kind of camp is she in? Tell the she people. She's art camp. It's well. a black art camp. She learning all types of stuff. She learned about Basquiat. Yeah, and Frida Kahlo. She learned about what she come back talking. Child, you want to hear something terrible? Yeah. So. Never mind, I'm not even going to do this. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me now. This is not a reflection of the camp, but it might have been from one of the campers. So, <laughs> but each week they study another, a different part of the world and then they, they focus on the art and the culture mm-hmm. of that part of the world. So they've been focusing on Asia and they focus on China and so uh, I picked up Jojo and three of her friends today. And then they're like, I was like, oh, tell me about China. They're like, yeah, they have dragons. They like make these beautiful dragon costumes. And they like eat, they eat all kinds of animals. And they started just saying the most racist, <laughs> stereotypical. And I was like, did they camp count? No, some kid in the class pointed it out to us. Oh and so we God. had a lesson on stereotypes, which went over their heads. But <laughs> oh, Did you oh, tell like, them sometimes stereotypes are true and that's why they're there? That's why they exist? No. Not that I said sometimes Asian they're people true. Or Chinese I was people like, you know, because like, not all Black people can dance. Right, guys? And not not all Black people work. can twerk. We learned that. <laughs> and to my chagrin and disgust, not all Black people love fried chicken. Or watermelon. Ooh, what black person doesn't love fried what chicken? Why do these little crazy women comment and say it online? And I'm like, girl, you're not. They you're don't not. like fried chicken. White people even like fried chicken. Everybody make the Koreans for like, like, so. right, like. <laughs> if they don't like fried chicken, it's something wrong with them. It's a global. That needs to be trend. like an actual dietary choice, like they're vegan or something. Anyway, Otherwise. shout out to her class teaching her terrible things and they just digesting it as normal yeah you know they like the shanghai it's life lessons it's just life lessons that's all right i was like oh, oh no that's a stereotype no 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 but it's true sometimes <laughs> um we are going on an epic trick trip soon to trick we're going on an epic trip <laughs> it may be tricky trick. <laughs> and it's going to get real tricky because <laughs> it's a lot of personalities in this fucking group. They are, we <laughs> already fighting. We already fighting. I can't wait for the narrative after this. Like, and then on Tuesday. But um, we're all doing a crush on you theme. And I'm, I'm trying Don't to... Don't say it. It might I, not... Why I'm can't gonna... anything be a surprise? God damn it. Oh, that was supposed to be a surprise? Yeah, it was supposed to... Goddamn break the internet. This whole time? No, you but you, you wrote it. Can I be completely honest? You ain't looking. I'm at sad, eye. so I'm shopping for shoes. I found a new place to shop. You want me? To, they got some cute shoes. You want me to send wow. it to you? I'm, I'm listening. Didn't we just talked to Nikki about being present. I can't be today. I'm not well, and I'm acknowledging it. Where I want to be is shopping for shoes, and I want to escape. I'll do my chanting what kind later. Of shoes, girl, share your screen, girl. No. What you looking at? Mm-mm, I can't tell everybody where I'm getting it. This one pair, though, they don't have it in my size. I want you to get it so bad. But go ahead. These are so... You're going to pass out. I'm going to send you the link. Let me put, find them again. Well, okay. in my pursuit for a blonde wig, I was told that I should get... You're not extensions. supposed to have a blonde wig. Yes, I am. I'm, oh, yeah, she, I'm, you were supposed to have a yellow wig. Well, yellow blonde. 
No, 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 no. Yellow it's and blonde are blonde. different. I'm looking for the, I know what the color is. You need a beehive joint too. A no, beehive I'm not going to be able yellow. to find it. Let me look. Y'all, Shanti's yellow Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Yellow wig. But I'm also thinking I should just get extensions now. I think so. I'm, but you you're just, not going to invest you like the real money. extensions that I saw, that I showed y'all, that look? I no, I don't. I'm not straight. sure that will look good on you, that half up, half down thing. But it might. But I also feel that it's going I to look, be hot on your neck. It's hot on every black woman's neck. But what I think I'm not ready for that burden. <laughs> you're so. You think I'm too good to have hot? No, I just think that you're going to be like, it's hot. I can't wait to hear all these bitches saying how hot they are because I see them getting all their little wigs made for the trip. They all getting, I want that curly, da 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 da. And it's gonna be, they're getting like 30 some inches. It's just gonna be sitting on their necks while they sweat. And they're gonna be like, oh my God. And I'm gonna hate this trip. I'm gonna be in the water. Y'all gonna be like, Shanti left again. I'm to not go mad. be in the water. And she's talking to Javier now. Yesterday was Manuelo. Now it's Javier. You know you're gay on vacation. Oh, get, girl. <laughs> you are not gonna be talking to nobody's Javier. <laughs> Stop. Girl, where the girls at? Right. Where the stop. thug bitches at? Where the oh, woke... this is problem at? What is <laughs> happening on this podcast today? I'm sorry, yo. Come on, your updates are taking 50 years. You got 16. Damn, look. But at I'm that. about to run through them bitches. Watch me work. What's the rush? Be here now, girl. you. No, finish. That's it. You're not looking at the timeline. That's the last one. For it. For real. It. Mm-hmm. Now let me go. No, you said looking at advice or hair extensions. <laughs> That's it. That's all that. Did, you say. didn't ask for advice. I really think you should ask people where should you get these extensions from because I don't think it's not a hair store, Shanti. I, I think know. you think I, you're I about got, to go to a hair store. Shout out to Project Pat. I got the hottest chick in the game who sent me a referral. A word. To Amazon. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I went on a date. I think it was a date. He was very nice. I'm very proud of this what human. What does that mean? I, could, I can't really tell. It was more like a, uh, hey, girl, hey. Let's go have tea and talk. That's the first problem. Why? <laughs> what? Because that drink just... tea are not respectable. The Shanti, that's just I'm not sorry. true. I just made something. Go ahead, girl. I'm he was nice. So um, that was nice. I'm proud of this human. He was nervous. He was a nervous Nelly, though. I'm just proud of him. He's a Caribbean man who's, like, deeply feeling mm. um, and wants to be further deeply feeling. And is like, it's just not, you know, he didn't grow up around it. It's not a part of his culture. But he's similar to you where he's like, I didn't feel good. Everything's I feel. How do you feel? Feel. And I was like, oh. What's your I'm, word then? I'm sorry. Just yours is, if it's not feel, what's your... I don't Think. know, child. Oh, gosh. Think? Ache. <laughs> Sorrow. Shame. 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 How <laughs> is that shame hitting now? <laughs> am I shameful today or am I less shameful? This always exists. Am but I the ashamed? good days, I'm less. Um, no. So I, um, so after that date, like we ended up hanging out and talking for like mad long, like closed down the little coffee shop on a school night. I was like, oh. I got to go home. So I uh, finally found a spot to park my car and on the walk home, 
this man, it was like maybe 1230 at night. This man was saying stuff to me from across the street, whatever, whatever. And then like crosses the street and then like starts, he started, well, he was peeing. Let me say that he was peeing across the street. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, but anyway, didn't like the response I gave him. And so I'm walking and I'm maybe four houses from my house and I hear, and I look at the ground and there's a, all this glass like exploding. Mm -hmm. So he picked up a bottle and threw it at me Mm -hmm. and it almost hit me where I saw the bottle in and I'm sitting there and there's like, I have to like shake my Birkenstock off. Like, cause there's like, you see is what you're talking to you at this is he yelling and saying, no, he said nothing. He was just standing there quietly looking at me. And so I turned around and looked at him and he was just like this. So maybe he wasn't well, I, I chalked, I was more, I chalked it up to like this crazy mother, you know? And so I thought to myself, well, he's standing right there. I'm not going to walk into my house. So he knows where I live. So I circled the block a couple times to see, make sure he wasn't there and then went up. But then the next day, and I didn't think anything of it. I was mostly annoyed at the fact that this man inconvenienced me because I was tired and wanted to get upstairs. I had to work the next day. And then it hit me like, yo, that was threatening and a violation. And like, why is that not even a thought? Right. Why is that not even a thought? Like, why didn't you, you didn't even, it's like, Antoinette, did you even process that? Did you even think like, I don't know. It just made me question a lot. Like, girl, is is the bar that low that that didn't even phase you? Mm. You know? Like, are so you just so to. used to nonsense in the street? And like, if that was a partner or a lover, of course, that would be like a huge big deal. But a random man, it's like, ugh, another crazy one, whatever. Like, that's not okay. I'm sorry that happened. No, it's fine. So that happened. And then um, I looked on my little flow app because I was feeling shame, sorrow, sadness, sloth, gluttony. And I was like, okay, girl, you about to get your period. So I am battling a bout of PMS that is like, for whatever reason, this month is really not good. And I know that it's not forever, for whatever reason. I, I still, I know that people, I, I, we did that episode, um, Ben, Jadaka, and I on, you know, family members that are battling substance abuse and, um, you know, whatever. And I'm still dealing that with it within my family. And it just kind of has come to a head this last month. And it's just been a lot. So that's not helping. And then I just, I don't know, I don't feel good in anything that I'm putting on, like my clothes. I just don't feel great this week. You know, I'm not gonna say for like this mm. week, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to battle that. And something that I did to battle it was I took a little page out of Shanti, young Shanti's book, and went to a kirtan, right? Is that how you say it? <laughs> What is that? Because I don't know how to, I'm not even going to try to describe it. A kirtan? Yeah. I know I went and I enjoyed it very much, but I'm not going to say the right things. A kirtan is similar to when a Christian church goes and you sing hymnals, basically. You're just singing songs that are glorifying or talking about your relationship with God or the Supreme Being, but they're all in Sanskrit, so... 
you just speak in another language or whatever, but it's just the practice of, you know, glorifying God through music and mostly all religions, except for Catholics. Catholics don't really be slapping. Catholics don't Buddhists. do nothing I don't know, Buddhists fun. Buddhists be getting it in too. Buddhists be getting it in, but um, yeah. Well, I went. Uh, my did, friend- Did you go to a temple? It was, it's not a temple. Uh, I don't know. Is yeah. it somebody's house or was it no, like- No, it wasn't somebody's house. It's a place where you walk in and there's deities. Walk there's in. Like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Crazy, so right? It was interesting. It was so cool. Episode. So yeah, so I walked in and my friend is like very much like a part of this community, came up in it. As soon as he walked in, everybody's like, oh my God, da, 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 and hugging him. And like you can see that they're all excited that he's there. And he played on the drums and he brought Africa into that bitch. It was he was killing it. I said, come on now. I almost got up. So I said, now, wait a minute. He had them people in there flipping out. And I went live. So everybody was like, what the, what is this child? But I just wanted to share because it was just, it was really beautiful and I needed it. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I was happy. Like I, I knew the words and I was singing along too. Like at first I was shy, but I, I started singing along and clapping and this and that. And I was, you know, was sitting alone, but I was still like, I felt in community, you know, mm. like I felt really good. But the Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Me, in his eyes, my friend's eyes means, oh Lord, oh energy of the Lord, please eternally engage me in your love of service. So I'm like, yo, I can get with that. If that's what we say, I can get with that. Let's go. Krishna, Let's go. Krishna, Hare Hare, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Hare, Rama. So we're, I'm secretly trying to get Shanti back into it. Girl, you that's the last thing you want to do. I want you in there, girl. <laughs> you don't want to No, it's the duality that. of it. I'm telling you, you could do both. He's somehow achieved both. I'm telling you, you could do both. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to get up and do your 16 rounds. But you, you know, tricky. Anyway, that was really great. For people who are interested in that, you should definitely YouTube it and things like that because we don't know what we're talking about. Um... Oh, and I want to shout out, this is my last thing. This is long. We're like 20 minutes in. I want to shout out Clint from Advice from a Fuckboy. Clint is a published author now. <laughs> he wrote a book during the pandemic. And it's basically, he's um, in every chapter, he's like pulling on another person that he's dated or another woman in his life. He didn't have necessarily dated them but a lesson that they've taught him. And it's called advice from a fuckboy. So he takes the lesson that they've taught him and he challenges men to stop being fuckboys and oh, take so the, the lesson as well. Men. The book is really, it's for everyone, but he's he's basically saying like, we his thing is like, we need to listen to women because we're not. Mm. And these are the these are the people that that I've learned from and I'm still learning from because he's like some of these lessons, child, I'd still be fucking up. But, you know, hey, they're right. <clears throat> and take a listen. And That's I play it. I want to also say that he sent me a screenshot and it was number one on no relationships and like love and shit on Amazon. And I'm like, yo, you're amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. So super happy for Clint. If people are interested, that is prolific. available. No, Clint, Clint is going to do, get shit Clint. done. That's the thing. Clint is him. 
always going to be doing something. Um, and I, I am privy to some other things that he has coming up um, that are in the works that are very exciting. And, you know, when they're finished, we will share. Clint! And I get him to talk to me again. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's a public apology. I did not mean I didn't know. Sorry. He gonna curse you. I can't. I'm gonna be so uncomfortable. Like, uh, I'm at the curse you out now, Clint, because you yelled at my friend, and I don't play that. He gonna yell at me. I'm like, bro. He not gonna bro. yell at you. He gonna. It's, he's just, he, he he's gonna be really um short. It's fine. You said some shit I ain't like. I checked you, and we cool. Like, relax. Take it the fuck easy, bro. Did you check me, Clint? Right. Like, did you check? What did I do? What Nothing. did I do? Let <laughs> me <laughs> stop. You <laughs> fuck me up for real. I know he might. I don't want no beef with you, Clint. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for I. I didn't know. So, now y'all know why he hasn't been back on episodes. He don't. He only fucks with one half of around the way, girl. <laughs> no, it's a joke. It's a joke. He loves you. He ain't got no beef. Um, pop culture. I'm gonna let you take this one because I don't know. Uh, you know how you feel about this? I don't know how to say her name, really. <laughs> Normani! <laughs> Is that how you say yes, it? Yes, Normani. It's not Normani. <laughs> how do like you say European it? European <laughs> country I where they're said very it wrong. happy no, no, and, and the family you, gets paid sick leave. <laughs> these around the way curls listeners will not let me live that down. Like, no, I don't know what I call Algeria? that girl. <laughs> 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 that was amazing. That was amazing. And poor Snow, I'm going to add that next. They dragged her on Twitter and it wasn't she even need, her fault. She didn't need to be dragged, but the person who said that needed to be dragged. By I, I felt nose. bad for her, though. She got hit with the fucking... Everybody started pulling out race on the grass. I, I know. I was like, damn, relax, I said, I yo. I didn't even know she was white. She Snow was, was getting hit with so the well. strays. <laughs> like, damn. Fucked up. Anyway, back to the very black chocolate diva that's about to take the flow. She's so fine. She's so fine and she's super so, talented. She's, she's so very talented. just magnetic, yeah. magnetic, magnanimous, Joe. Magna- magnanimous? Magnanimous. No, no, no. We both sound dumb. <laughs> No, I um I'm not I don't love the song necessarily. I like the flow on it some at times. Song's a little like all right redundant. I don't know. Can she sing? Is she known for singing or is it just performing? I can't tell. And that's I don't know these little girls in their R and B songs these days. Because some of them do these little like but then they can really like blow. That's just like not what they're doing on the track. I don't know these little girls' names. Not like, one. I think Doja can actually sing. But so, I didn't all listen to her whole... name Doja? What? I didn't listen to her whole album. But I actually think she could probably... Like, if she was going to sit there and sing a ballad, I think she could and could do it really well. Interesting hypothesis. No? Who's it? I SZA. Don't... I think... S- well, SZA wasn't SZA's that great on the Grammys. is... This flow is, is she, great. Of all those girls that do that thing, and also I have a theory. I'll bring it up next time, but I don't think I won't even bring it up. Bring it up another time because I won't make this longer. But I have a theory behind this R and B flow to the person that's not getting the credit for starting it. Um, it's Beyonce. You it's high? Beyonce. It's Frank Ocean. Get the fuck out of here. You have lost your fucking. It's Frank Beyonce. Ocean. 
It's Beyonce, Beyonce with the fast. Right or, wait, what kind of flow? Are you talking about the fast flow? Or are you talking about like the weird? No, like the rap, like this. It's Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Girl, you're high. And it's How? Okay. She did it with Destiny's Child. Are it's you okay. kidding? Are you kidding? Because we yeah. can add this argument right now. I don't even need to prep. Like, she did it I with Destiny's like Child. See, I would like to see your samples because it may not be the flow that I'm talking about. It, it can't be. It's not boy you gonna see it in the sea in your eyes. But she started the fast flow, like we know that. No, it's yes, not that the fast that. flow. It's the it's it's actually having a rap flow. It's not the because that was still very melodic. Whereas still a, how, all these other people are like, like they're what are they? and screwing it. Excuse me. It's it's a certain kind of flow that you can take back to Frank Ocean that he put on R&B songs in a way that everybody's doing now, that all the young R&Bs people are doing that Beyonce has also jumped on the bandwagon of doing. Like, I have to formulate my argument so I can't pull out my references, but we can do this. <laughs> okay, we can do it. But I need to understand the flow before I make my yes. argument. You ready to jump? Because if it's Beyonce. if it's no, if it's the fast flow that I'm thinking, it's not it was the fast Queen flow. Beyonce. No, she fucked them all up. Mm-mm. She was like, actually, I'm gonna do this real fast, and it was Why actually Wyclef that told her to do it. But. Never mind. Um. So yeah, the Normandy John. I, yeah, I don't. I don't love the song. Video's super cool. I didn't need Cardi in it. Oh, and I she love needed Cardi. Cardi in it because without Cardi, that shit would not have. Blue the way that's not true because when people were so hyped, they were like, Normandy's she was trending, Normandy's coming. That was before anybody even knew Cardi was on the song. Oh, I she 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 teased something, and they were like, That it literally was Normandy's coming was trending. Number one, I think, that's all I got to say when it comes to the I thought it was cute how how they tried to cover up Cardi's little bump. I was like, they should have just showed it. It would have been weird. Because pregnant women aren't sexual beings? No, they need to be in the kitchen. <laughs> married. Should be with a man. <laughs> anyway. You're pregnant women. That's impossible. I thought the, the way that the video was shot was really interesting, too. It was dope. Who did it? I don't know. I was like, you had ideas. We don't come here with facts and information. <laughs> I'm here with no facts. Um, who did it? She actually shot it on her iPhone. <laughs> Norman, but the that product placement was killing me. What product placement? When she was just randomly pouring out Jameson. I was oh. like, the fuck? Shout out to Jameson. I loved it. The scissoring was cute. When she was the kicking scissoring. her Aaliyah thing. When she was doing the Aaliyah thing. When she was out, she was killing it. I said, girl, you better, girl. Yeah. You better, oh. Who directed it? I can't find it. Sorry. Shout out to her. I hope. I Shout hope out to her know. being even allowed to sample one in a million. Because you know, Aaliyah's estate don't play. You can't listen to her I, songs nowhere. I didn't even, I was so uninterested in the song. I didn't even catch the reference. The oh, song. yeah. It's a sample of one in a million. Um, What else? Lovecraft Country nominated for 18 Grammys, but not renewed. Like, who do we have to kill? Who do we have to shoot? Who do we have to, what petition do we have to start? I want another season and I want Jonathan Majors in it. Figure out a way to bring his ass back. In it. Say it again. I, I want, want him Jonathan Majors in it, in inside it. of it. Inside of it, <laughs> working. 
That's because you're hot ass. You literally got a hot I'm ass right now with no AC. Sweaty. Y'all got to see her. Yeah, oh, you need to check on your child. No, like I just can't believe that. I cannot believe, and I'm sure that that show costs an arm and a leg. To That's something Game of Thrones. Exactly, but Game of Thrones had already, yeah, Game of Thrones already cost that. I'm sure from Jump. All I'm saying is, I may destroy you, better win every team. I think. How many nominations does she get? I don't know. Again, no facts. Again, we information. <laughs> we got opinions, strong opinions. <laughs> Fight you about them. Facts, no. <laughs> uh, Biz Marquis died. No. Yeah, Major. I'm Please. sorry. I thought you knew that. I'm so sorry. That happened today, right before we started filming. He passed away at a very young age of like 56. Why? Young. Why? Really young. For those that don't know, that they say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. But he was like a trailblazer in hip hop and all things. And also shout out to him because who remembers him in Men in Black when he was beatboxing? Oh, stop. Like, wow. He seemed like a good time child. Playful and fun. Wow. And like That's tender, you so seem like a tender man, right? Yeah. What happened? Why are people just dying? What happened? I don't know. Why? But rest yeah. in power. Rest in power. Well done, sir. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. His poor family. But yeah, that happened. So wanted to talk about that. Uh, moving on to. Politics. You think it's better just keep her name like everybody should keep their name her name out of their mouths. Who are you talking, are we talking about? about Snow Allegra? Oh, I was gonna move on to politics as usual. We oh, had already okay. gotta cover her, but okay. We listen, I think we all know this snow is not Sade. She just mm-hmm. wears her hair back, pulled back in a bun, not even a pony. And they both got like kind of ankles faces. That's all they're giving. And they both sing about sad ass songs sometimes. And love, got it. But like, they're very different artists. And and Sade could sell out a a full tour, an no, arena no. tour, no arena tour, and not have an album out since two thousand and ten. So, so just but stop. Snow, and that's no hate on Snow. That's no. like I felt bad for her that she, she needs to go on live and rebuke it and say, "I know, I'm so sorry." Why would anyone? But say why? That? That's not. She didn't say it, and that's not. What a burden that celebrity life is, yo. That shit. She got to go and it's say. Just, she I just in the fire for a good day. I know. They'll care about her after that. But did you listen to her new album? Mm-mm. So you know, Snow. That might be why I'm sad. Stop listening to that white woman. Is she white? I don't think she's all the way yeah, white. She might be white. That's the thing that got me. I, I don't said, think oh, she's all the she's way white. she's a white woman? She ain't black. Wow. It is so tricky here. Well, she's from Sweden. <laughs> I just looked See, that up. She's from Holy. Normandy. Um, Sweden. No, but I think she's... Um, uh, I don't know. What's her dad and mom? I don't have time for this ethnicity 
she's so Persian. She's, she's from Sweden, she's but she was born to Persian parents. So interesting. Which are white people. And I also just got to say, she loves, loves Jasmine. Oh, she's half black. And, and she's also Iranian. That's and another, oh, she, oh, this is interesting. She's denied being white. She doesn't identify with being white. My dad is dark and has had an Afro. We also have black people in Iran too, all, all colors. My mom is light and has green brown eyes. Hmm. And she posted her dad and that well, brother looks in here, okay? pretty black to me. Yeah, but we can't be telling people what they are, what they're not. It's tricky these days. Anyway, moving on to politics as usual. <clears throat> Something that's really disheartening for me is that COVID is spiking in 45 states. And 45. No, it, well, it's spiking in all two. the it's spiking in all the states. Five states. Sure. Um, you said five states? I I I don't know my math. No, what are the five states that it's not? Spiking? No, it, it is spiking in all states at this point. I wrote this last week. But also it's in 38 states, it's spiking more than 50% from what we had last week. That makes sense. Hmm. And so it's spiking at an alarming rate. And non-vaccinated folks account for 80% of all of the hospital, hospital, hospitalization hmm. cases. And so just another thing, I, I was watching CNN today and they said in Los Angeles County, the entire county, not one person who was vaccinated was hospitalized. Mm. So it's tricky because I understand this, vac this vaccine is not FDA approved. Some people just don't believe in vaccines, but if you don't believe in vaccines and you're not vaccinated, I would just say be so cautious because this Delta variant is so real and it is indeed killing people again. Um, and also the CDC, when they took off the mask mandate, it was on the, like it was for people who were vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So they, if you're not vaccinated, they're still saying that you should be masked up. And I think that a lot of people are just like, oh, we're good. Um, since everything's open and you can go inside without masks and things like that. But the onus is really on, on you. I, I just want people to stay alive and be safe because it's, it's scary. And I know we have COVID fatigue. I damn sure do, but I just don't, I don't want to see what happened in New York happen again anywhere. Um, so, yeah. And it, it, do you have anything to add to that? Cause it, it it's yeah. tricky too, because um, they were discussing on The View. You know, I love my view. Also, shout out that Meghan McCain's ass is leaving. They're bringing a... Oh, no, that's the talk. Apparently on the talk, they're bringing a, a, what, a, a man. But anyway. How could you get the talk and the view mixed up? I don't even know what's on who's on the talk. But so, anyway. Exactly. Um, but on The View, they were discussing this... Um, I forget the woman's name. But she's in Tennessee and she um, was basically like in charge of like the public health system there. She was just fired because she was attempting to provide children um, 14 and up, 14 to 18 resources on how to get the vaccine without their parents' permission. Mm -hmm. 
because in Tennessee, there's a lot of anti-vaxxers. And the findings that she was finding was that they're not even anti-vaxxers because they've many of them have been vaccinated with other things. It's just their allegiance is to Trump, despite the fact that Trump actually, he should be celebrating this vaccine because this is like his one big contribution from his presidency. I wonder if Trump is vaccinated. I'm sure he's dumbasses. But um so base so yeah, and and they they fired her for that. And so I thought it was really interesting with you having a child, like if your kid came to you and was like, I want this, and you were against it, like, because I feel sorry, like not every 14-year-old is they don't all have the same minds, you know? So it's like like you at 14, you had what almost dropped out of school and was working full time. <laughs> like you could make mean, no. like you no, I just feel I was, like you can I make was decisions. Highly under no. The trauma. Absolutely not. You know a 14-year-old? I mean no to say so you're you're like no 14 years old. I don't you think I, I I mean I think it's that's a very slippery slope. And I mm-hmm. think for somebody that's in that position to unlawfully seek for for a way to like go around that feels it wasn't it's not it wasn't unlawful she was just saying there's certain ways that you can get another adult uh, but an adult has to walk you through what decisions you're making that's not your parent doesn't not all the time because sometimes if you're if parents are deemed to be make to not be making interest decisions in the best interest of the child that you can have another adult step in well, whatever she was doing, it was it wasn't. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a that feels like a slippery slope, and there could have been a better way to get around that than to usurp parents. Because fourteen year olds don't really. I mean, what if your parents? I don't know. There's a whole thing about Planned Parenthood. <laughs> like kids couldn't right. have access to birth control. You have to get your, parents to sign things i don't know i mean body autonomy right when, when does you're 14 start? and you're not really um i don't have it i don't know I have, it's I tricky no right because then you're, I, I wouldn't the, want that to be as a parent i don't think i would it would be hard for me not to feel um resentful and worried that my child could go and just do whatever they want in ways that could be altering to them. And it's tricky too, because then you have 14 year olds who are saying, this is not my body. So then what? Well, uh, what I'm saying is the body autonomy, right? We're talking about like, when does, when is a child able to determine and to make decisions right? Like around their bodies. What do you mean? This is not my body. So if you're, if uh, this isn't, I'm not the right gender. Oh, I'm okay. gendered incorrectly. Yeah. Right. And then if we have a parent that's saying like, no, you're tripping, you are this. We would look at them and be like, wow, that that's really a limited way of, you know, limited viewpoint. You're, you're oppressing them. So it's, it's just so interesting how different it's like when you, you see what I'm like, I don't have an answer either. We never do, but it's something to, to, I guess, continue to discuss and explore. Because I know me at 14, 
I, if I was ever in a position where I wanted an abortion and my parents said no, I would have lost my shit. Like, are you insane? Like, what? If I if I wanted a vaccine, well, same you didn't thing. Want an abortion, right? Yeah, girl. I don't know. I don't have an answer to that. I have no idea. And uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. Moving on, more things about kids. Do you know that you're about to get broke off with a tax credit, with a child tax credit? Yeah. I haven't gotten my tax refund, but that shout out to it all. Why haven't you gotten your tax refund? Have you looked know, into that? I say it's still processing. I don't know. Still processing like the podcast job. Well, if you have a kid under six, I don't know. You got to meet a certain criteria financially. I think we probably have to make under six figures. Um, you get $300 a month for your kid. Praise right God. Kid. I'm going to buy me some sneakers. Yeah, it's not for you. That's the fucking, see? Exactly. I'm by, I'm slowly turning into a Republican. I'm like, well, where is the middle class? Where is the middle class credit? Because I get penalized every step of the way. So. Girl, I have a baby girl. It's a brand new no. world for you. Just, just bust it open for a real one with some nice teeth. Good, Not strong hairline. Nice hands. Clear skin. Wow. That's fucked up. What if he doesn't have clear skin? He's still worthy, queen. He is. Raggedy. Well, you don't get 300. You get 250 because your kid's over six. <sighs> So, wow, must be nice. Congratulations to you. I'm not hating at all. Um, yep. Yay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to be a Republican. Slowly. Every time I, I look and I'm like, wait, how much you? How much is your check for? I'll never forget to sit with one of my girlfriends who makes significantly less than me, but brings home the same amount as me. After, like after taxes, I was flabbergasted. Like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. What? Girl, you got to contribute, girl. Yeah, no, it should not be. And I don't have society. a problem with that. I want to contribute to society. I'm all about it. But I, my biggest issue is not with, it's not with helping mothers and shit out. I'm, oh, that's tongue not? in cheek. No, it really isn't. It's the fact that Jeff Bezos asked, is not paying taxes in my middle class raggedy self. It's like that's the fucking problem. Exactly. Like to, it's they not want us to fight amongst each other. Exactly. He's just like I'm very clear. Like I m- mothers deserve a tax credit. Families deserve a tax credit for kids. Kids are a lot and they're fucking expensive. But goddamn, like these it's richies need rich to be paying people. some extra money or something. I have confusion. Wow. Yeah, that's that's my biggest issue. Yeah, that's why there is no middle class. It's just it, I always say it's just shrinking because we pay a ridiculous amount of taxes and then like on the books it looks like, "Oh yeah, you should be good." And then you look at your check and you're you've been raped. Mm. Anyway, um Trump is definitely running again. That's oh, happening. No. Like he's already he's back on tour. He's back on shows like he's talking about his next run. So we just have to hope and pray that time runs out. Um, in other news, you the had Cuba's, runs out? 
I mean, like for him. Oh, he dies. Well, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) Damn, Gina. (laughs) I'm just saying some people, you know, you got to listen. Some people, you you just got to wait for them to die out for it to be a new day. Oh, God. Anyway, Cuba's going through it. Cuba is experiencing unheard of protests. Cuba Mm. does not protest. But people are showing up on these streets. They are showing up and protesting in some of the poorest and blackest areas of Cuba. It is through black activists and musicians that they are inspiring and inciting change because Cuba's living conditions have been just terrible, dismal. Folks are waiting for basics like toothpaste and toilet paper, waiting for hours for food. Um, Their economy is, of course, completely rocked because of COVID and the government's choices around tourism and the growing influence of other nations coming into Cuba. And so people are taken to the streets, again, inspired by um, the arts, which um, in communist countries is always the first to be stifled. So Mm. people are missing, people are terrified, people are tired and um, God be with them. God be with them. God be with all folks that are seeking some sort of liberation, some sort of revolution and the sacrifices and the exhaustion and the grief that comes with um, trying to gain your liberation. Uh, Black Lives Matter apparently is under a whole bunch of heat for their short-sighted quote-unquote leftist narrative of what is going on with Cuba saying that you know all of these horrific living conditions are caused by the embargo and uplifting Mm. this idea that communism or socialism, Marxist beliefs, whatever you want to call it, you know, um, is somehow a unified choice that the people of Cuba have made versus really highlighting that it's the government and those very beliefs that are stifling so many people and killing so many people. So they got a lot of backlash. And um, also they're not practicing true, the true communism by definition. I mean, yeah, I, you know, like, that's, it's so corrupt. It's so. corrupt and maybe communism, Marcus beliefs, whatever, maybe that's not the way to, it, it's supposed to be either. And I think that's right. the question and what needs to be, and what could be talked about is like us romanticizing and, this idea of what socialism and equality mean, blah, blah, blah. But in the meanwhile, Black people, Cubans are dying and are starving and it's because of their government. Um, and that's what needs to like be talked about. So, <sighs> child, South Africa's flipping the fuck out. Yeah. People are being murdered. It's, I was just telling Antoinette, the rain You didn't even talk about Haiti. Little, 
Haiti. Oh God, their president was murdered. Shit is wild. And, and they, your president was murdered by, with two Americans at the lead, at the head. Oh, of, I did not know that part. That just came out today. The two Americans from Florida were wow. they played pivotal, like roles in his assassination. The rainforest is now emitting more CO2 than it is absorbing. The Pacific Northwest is on fire and we are slated to have an increase of water in all coastal areas leading to flooding. So, child, we in travel What girl. the fuck? <laughs> I'm listening to like if I was listening to this, I would turn this off. Like this shit I'm is sorry, depressing. But I think more than anything, it just shows us. It gives, as Antoinette said before, and I've actually been thinking more of. It's like we have to live, we have to love, we have to try, we have to correct, we have to lean on something more than these material things because this shit is about to blow. It's it is precarious to say the least. You wanted to say it's not sustainable. <laughs> well, yeah, I that's a thing. It's interesting how like all of these teachings that I've been listening to and like how to make the most of your time, how to, um, you know, heal and and feel alignment within yourself and feel closer to God and be this and be that and, you know, and all this shit. And it's always like, you know, I say, you know, too much, but it's always around the the same through line is don't listen to the news, right? Turn the news off. Oh, don't consume the news. Is that what they say? Often in a lot of these things, it's like, you need to limit because they just, and part of it, the media, they report the, the bad things. And there's so many, so much good happening as well. And I think the good is happening on a more micro level. These macro, that, that's just, these problems definitely exist, child. We got to figure it out. But um, yeah, I think the focus has to shift and if we're ever going to get through the day to day. Because like, maybe that's what I'm feeling. It just feels like so much is weighing on me. Mm. Like shit is so messed up and maybe it is because i've I've been watching the news more because i hadn't been for a while interesting and i don't like this new this new york city democratic nominee for mayor but i can't get into that right now um so yeah i don't know i don't know what the answer is you gotta stay informed though it's it's, this this freedom fighter in me and this like person that wants to be spiritually healed and vibrate on a higher level, they seem to be in direct conflict with one another because I just feel like I got to be informed. I got to know what's going on. But then I also have to remember the good. So it's the delicate balance. It's the duality of that and allowing both things to exist, right? And letting them be, right? Oh, I mean, not to go on this too much, but you think about some of those art pieces where it's this beautiful image and then you go up closer and then you see they're all like individual dots and different Mm -hmm. colors. And so I think that the state of the world is a direct mm. creation from what we have going on with our own individual. So within, so without. So like, if you're working on that grounding and that healing and that finding presence and finding, yeah. I don't know, 
connection and dealing with the hardest, darkest, most toxic parts of yourself, then I think maybe that will. I said I was doing all that. I said you should. (laughs) (laughs) She said the hardest, darkest, ugliest, most trash, bullshit parts of yourself. I'm like, oh, 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 oh." (laughs) I said I was doing all that. I say all that. But I think no. it's deeply a deep they they're they're not they're not separable. They're, it's not one or the other. Or whatever. I don't fucking know. Just trying to keep it together, girl. Well, you know what? You know who helps us keep it together? Oh my god. I really have to do them tonight, like before bed too. I have to do my um rounds. My one round. <laughs> I only never do one a round. a day in my life. Like, <laughs> never a day in my life was I was like, Antonis going to be chanting. Like, she going to know, she going to go to a temple and see. The fact that you've never baby. told me, I feel kind of a way a little bit. Like, Shanti thought that I, I, I was too raggedy for this. No, it doesn't have let to do me with raggedy. It has to do with the you perception. Ha- you grew up a whole, in, in a whole, if people knew what Hare Krishna, like, was that's and why the fact that you were doing not everybody it. would be that everybody would be like that's crazy <laughs> and i'd be like i said listen i said i was going to try it for a month and see how i feel right now it ain't working too well but that's my period so i will wait because it was it was working try it, was, it. try it's chanting just, yeah to be intentional Yes, um, it's a it's it's a slippery slope. Anyways, it just goes deeper and deeper. That's another topic. You should bring your friend on. He can start. And he on. gonna talk the whole time and be like, <laughs> "Is he a talker?" Oh, he when he oh yeah when he gets but it's not preachy. It's very like I think um and he has a little list, so it's sweet too. Oh, it's so sweet. Anyway, you were talking about we trying to keep it together. We're done. There, there are people that try to keep it together, that help us keep it together, keep us together. Those are our patrons. And I would like to thank our patrons, the new patrons, A. Griffin, Saj, Saj, I, I hope I said that right, one of the ways, Ebony L., Charmy A., Sydney, and Barry T. And Barry, you sent such a sweet, sweet message, and you are appreciated um, dearly. But if you want to see us, we look, you know, Shanti looks glowy and dewy. I look kind of a mess this week. Also, I think I have like some of my cat's hair in my note. Like I'm having. Oh, I see you. Do you see me struggling? I'm like, what? Girl, what are you? I was not digging in my nose. You you like? (laughs) No, I have my (laughs) shirt. No, you just put your shirt on. No, I had my shirt a couple times. I'm gonna run that shit back. You ain't paying attention because I had it like this. I had it like that. Look, girl, you got cat hair during your nose. I think I do. Struggling, (laughs) crazy, right? Um. Anyway, we have a bunch of uh. Well, we have one one voicemail we should play. Um, I discovered y'all through, um, I listen to all the 
Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But Shanti is not a warm hug. I just want to be really clear. Swift kicking ass. <laughs> Shanti is <laughs> not affectionate. She is not a warm hug. I feel you you didn't hear her. Yeah, I, I feel like a warm hug. You can't feel the things, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. Girl, I'm gonna give you such a big hug in tonight. You ain't giving me nothing. Go rub breasts. Fucking head. <laughs> you and these breasts. <laughs> Just show us. Just show them. I will. Whoa, look at them go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Me, you're losing them right now. You're just sweating them off. I know. Burning calories. I know. Somebody said, I don't be liking when y'all women bend over and you get them long, skinny titties. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
I know you blend over my drones be like, what the in the long subsequent African breast Find me looking like torpedoes. I'm like Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor.
So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Oh, shit. Mine are like grazing the ground whenever I bend. I'm like, oh, my nipples have a splinter. Anyway, <laughs> and we are back. So I was inspired. Um, did you watch the doc, the Mary I J. Blige? I started it and I'm very hyped and I was crying in the coffee shop watching it. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Just asked if you started it. Uh, <laughs> I was inspired by Mary J. Blige on this. A part of her documentary, My Life, um, really stuck with me. And it was when she was sitting, she was seated and she was watching an old interview of herself. She was a young girl in the interview and her response, and it was so authentic. Her response was, Look at her. Oh, I have that I have to protect her. Look at her. And and it was weird because she she was calling, she was it was her, it was Mary looking at her young self, but seeing her young self as almost another be part of her, like a being. And she kept saying she has to protect her. She has to protect her. And then she goes on to talk about healing your inner child and protecting your inner child and caring for your inner child, knowing who your inner child is. And many psychologists say that there are multiple inner ch- children within us because oh. we, right, we go through these, we go through multiple phases in our childhood and those kids experience different things and they're, they're coming into themselves so rapidly that you can have up to like 50 some, depending on your life and how it, and how you've lived, which is really interesting. Um, for purposes of this conversation, we're going to have one, <laughs> Damn, <or> may- why? <laughs> maybe two, three, not 50, Don't see. but just we, we got to end the podcast at some point. But um, Mary J said in Self Magazine, um, the, the interviewer, when, when they asked if she had any interest in becoming a mother, um, Mary explained that she was focused on mothering herself. And she says she's taking care of the child within her who was hurt by other people and went on a path of self-harm as a result. And she quote, she's quoted saying, right now, I'm not thinking about anybody but her. She says, I love people. I love the world. I love my nieces. I love my nephews. I love my family. I love them so deeply. But now it's about me and little Mary. It's like, that's my baby. That's my little girl. She needs my help. And I'm not going to ever let anyone hurt her again. She needs to live. She needs to play. And she doesn't mind her life. And then it's that Mary says she doesn't mind her life being used to help someone else, but that she has to take care of her inner child. And so the thought of like your inner child needing to play now, 
right? Now that we've had these discussions around time, right? And you can't get time back. So I was having this discussion with the same friend yesterday. And he was saying, you know, time is, time is just, he kept saying time is just now. Like it's what the, the pain that you've experienced before, like that's not real and because it's, it's not present. And so I just offered to him like, okay, yes, that makes sense. Like logically, but when it comes to matters of the heart, it's still present, I think, because <coughs> I feel like if you don't fully feel things, you can never really be free of them. And so there, while that might, that stuff may have existed years and years ago, right? And that's technically in the past. You can never get that time back. You, you know, that's not real. That's not your reality now. You're still living with it and holding on to it. And so we create that within our reality because we haven't released it. So I wanted to have this conversation with you. <laughs> I can see how excited you are <laughs> around your inner child and around like, who is little Shanti? Who is little Antoinette? And does that child still need to play? Does that child need to heal? What does that child need right now? Oh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the way you are rocking in that seat, child. So I think that in my mind's eye right now, I have three to five-year-old Shanti, and then I have 13 to 17-year-old Shanti that I feel like those are moments in my life where impre deep impressions were made within me. Um, the first being at a younger age where I could, I really started to sense that my parents' dynamic was unstable and it scared me and it, it, it set me on, um, on a, set me to, con to be conditioned to their instability and like how I could survive my own emotional how I can manage their stability. And then 13 to 17 was just, you know, I feel, again, you said like 14 year old Shanti dropped out of school and was working, but 14 year old Shanti was dropped out of school and was working. Like, mm -hmm. what? Like, that's not necessarily um, something for me that makes me, I grieve for 14 year old Shanti who was given enough space to drop out of school and start working. Um, so like, I think, I think in my present moment, um, I'm kind of dealing with boundaries 
I think that's what I I feel like those young versions of myself weren't given safe boundaries in which I felt seen and protected and guided in a particular kind of way. Um, and I know now that in my adult life that's something that I'm trying to build in myself and like the 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 spaces where I feel like my feelings or opinions or just my existence is not worth a particular kind like worth demanding a particular kind of attention and like um reckoning like with with other people, like I'm here, these are my needs, this is what I need to be met. I'm trying to, I'm trying to heal and, and tell that younger part of myself that like, it's okay to have needs. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say you want something. It's okay to say you, um, you're fucking here. Like, do you see me? Do you care that I'm here? So in my in my adult life, I think that those are my pain points and what I have a hard time um, doing. And I think it's because at a very young age, I was conditioned, or I don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna put it on them, but like, I I created this narrative that that was the very much the opposite of those um, those. I don't know, dynamics and relationships and, and, and how I see myself and how I show up. So then do you think that shows up in you mothering? I think it shows up in my mothering and how I try not to do that with um, Jojo to the best of my abilities. I think Um, I think, of course, this is these taking up space, asking to, you know, not taking up space, that's not the word, but like, uh, whatever those dynamics that I'm trying to deal with, I have not in any way mastered because so I, I can see the ways in which I repeat them. And, you know, your kids are always watching like Jojo's just watching. So maybe it's I hope it's not being re reinforced, but it's a possibility. But that's, you know, Jojo gonna have to reckon with that. She's an adult. I can only, you know, only so much you can fucking do. Is there anything that like, I think, cause I, I'm asking these questions cause I really struggled with this, like to, to conceptualize it, I think. Cause like, I know, I don't know. I, I know who I, who my inner, even, even back then, I think I know who my inner child presented themselves as, because I think um, I was always aware of an ache in me and I didn't, and I, and I thought, and I, I was very much a, I was very, a happy kid, but a kid with an ache. And like part of me constantly being happy or making sure that others, it was like me making sure others around me were happy too. 
um, so it was partly um, performative. And so I think my inner child, I think she shows up in like, I I'm always, it's funny that you said being seen because I'm always, I'm always talking about that. That is how I define love is like, or how I want to be loved is to be seen. And I think to be seen like in, in every way and like all of the different me's. And I think that includes the little girl that's like screaming, right? But like smiling and, and playful. Um, I don't know. What does she need? I think is the question. I can see how her conditioning or like how the narrative. I think she needed. What did she, what did she. Reciprocity. From your parents or from like, what would reciprocity uh, mean? I what think. Is it, and how old, what's the reciprocity for a five-year-old, for a 10-year-old, for a 13-year-old? What, safety. What? Safety. I Which think. Meant, well, well, around that time I was being, you know, I was being molested. I was being abused and I was, you know, trying to figure that out. And then I was trying, and then I was also dealing even then with body issues because mm -hmm. I was a chunky kid and I'm a chunky adult and it never went anywhere. And so, and I was dealing with the difference in how I saw my mom relate to my sister versus me and just trying to get everybody to like me and to to love me back right and and to and then to try to take care of them too because it's like okay if i do if i take care of them then they'll do this right they'll be this so i i it's my inner child like it's so interesting the same shit that i'm like <laughs> combating now is that bitch ain't go nowhere no that's the thing that's the gaffle <laughs> right but the I think when I look at if I were to look at myself though right if I were to see an old video of myself I would be ha like they're such joyful I think there's a freedom as well that my inner child had that my baby had that I want back hmm. there's a playfulness I think freedom is play and I don't have I think that that's a that's a different thing it's like I think we talk about like our inner ch children being these things that we have to heal we have to this but there's also a part of her that I want to keep I want to grab I want to get back mm -hmm. like I want her to come back in this way and I want to heal the other stuff and I want her to help show me how to add how to add that freedom and play back into my, my everyday life. So there's that. And then there's the inner child of like, she ain't even that young, but the, the inner child of, um, mm, probably of what, maybe 14 to like 22 mm -hmm. or 23 of like, everything that baby Antoinette felt is reiterated in relationships with men mm -hmm. and rejection and hurt and relationships like it just and so it's that like 
that that person was hardened. That person was tough. That person was that kid is like, I got it because mm. I can't rely on nobody else to have it. Mm. I got to have it. Mm. And so that's a great skill to have in my opinion, <laughs> but it's also like no way to live. I don't think it's tricky, but if I, don't I don't think, or, you know, I mean, I don't, not theory. Like it's not what I, space, it's not the way I would space. want to live, but in this crazy world, I'm not mad that I got that skill that I got it. I'll be honest. Cause if I ain't have it child, what's the alternative? But I, for me, so that's how those two kids still show up, right? But I just am like, how the fuck do I heal it? Outside of the work that I've been trying to do, like do, do those kids, do we heal those kids or do we, do we know that they exist and know them so well and be able to identify when they're showing up that we can like release them then? That's my thing. Like, do you ever just get to be like, okay, I'm done with you? Or is it, oh, you're showing your head. I love you, girl. I'm going to take care of you. Let me love on you real quick because this is a, you know, I'm triggered. And now you can like simmer down. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it? I think it's more of the latter than, you know, anything being gone. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think what you said when your friend was like, oh, you know, you're not, your past, the past is gone. But when we have such visceral experiences and when these things come up, we, as Nikki said before, you, you end up identifying in those moments with um, a feeling of insecurity or a feeling of cowering or a feeling of whatever the thing that you learned how to do in the past, like you, you start identifying with that part of yourself. But I feel when those feelings come up of like cowering for me or feeling unsafe and insecure for yourself, it's like when it comes up, it's doing, it's taking that step back and being and just like you said, it's like rather and than seeing her, seeing her and rather than shaming, ignoring, avoiding, it's like taking it head on as if it's a child and be like, oh, that, you know, that part of me that's scared and like nobody was there for me. So running to her, holding her. Yeah. And holding her and being like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're so used to defending stuff by yourself. Like, you know, I don't know how you would only, you know, how to console and be in practice of consoling that part and I think that's the work is like we find the language to like put her at ease which is putting us at ease in the present fucking moment wow which is like quantum physics my that's amazing putting her at ease putting them at ease yeah yeah which puts you at ease in the moment. Right, right. So that you're not is... reacting from this unconscious place of when you were first developing the when the yeah, harm that's happened. Time travel. It's time travel, girl. Yeah. They wasn't is... ready for fucking what's that show we just talked about? What? What's the the the, the Lovecraft country? Because that's all they dealt with was like we're gonna take a bat and it's yeah. gonna be present because we're gonna like, you know. And he wow. did that for his dad. 
He yep. did that for his dad. He time traveled and made his dad's little boy be like, yo, I got you. Don't trip. We're going we're gonna to get through this. Yeah. Anyway. Not anyway. That's big. Yeah. It's quantum physics, okay? But I think the practice is first identifying where the harm happened or where you felt, where, where, where your patterns come from and then developing the language to like, developing the skill to recognize like, oh, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling small. I'm feeling like I need to cower. I'm feeling like I don't have a, a voice in this moment. And then doing the work of being like, girl, I don't know. No, you do know. Say something. I, I think that the, the something that I, that I'm gonna challenge myself to do is to try to really pinpoint and like and like humanize my inner children, plural, mm. and name them. Mm. Like I'm gonna name you. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna visualize you. I know what you look like. Mm. Your teeth weren't straight yet. Mm. Your hair wasn't even curly yet. Like I can see her. I remember her and I can like feel that little body mm. and like connect back to her and then connect back to the other one. That's like, you got fucking blonde hair. You, <laughs> you doing the most, you wearing denim skirts every day, like feel her and feel that body. It was like, I get like hot, like angry, just anger. Mm. And like, figure out and like name her as well. And then figure out how do, and ask them like, what do you need to feel better? Yeah. Like, how do I ease you? Yeah. And like really talk to them. Like maybe you gotta be high to do it. I don't know. <laughs> I th for real, if you got high to do that shit and you came out with some like double consciousness, talking to your- That's what we should do in Tulum. Y'all got all these ATV shits. We gonna, <laughs> we we gonna get high and tap into our inner child. <laughs> Girl, them, them girls gonna be like, I'm getting a drink. Me, you gonna be in a room crying like, oh. Shanti, Shanti, Nani, I mean, yeah, put some clothes on. <laughs> oh my god, that's so crazy. Yeah, I think that's a practice we should all try to do. And all what's around the, the way curls? What's even more fucked up is that our 45 year old selves are gonna, gonna look be looking at us. Our 60 year old self and be like, girl. <laughs> That 45-year-old is going to be looking at us. That we, all we got to do is shit. It's going to be easy for us then. All we got to do is listen to a couple podcasts like, bitch, you need healing. All right, Girl, what do you need? you ain't know nothing about nothing. Talking like you need something. Sit down. I don't know nothing. Talking about well, healing you your inner child. That. You are a child. So stay in a child's place. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's terrible. No, yeah. See, I mean, that's the, <laughs> we can't talk to our inner child. <laughs> no. That's the problem is that's how we probably subconsciously react to mm -hmm. when those feelings of insecurity or fear or whatever come up. We like, Why Girl, are you like this? Yeah, Relax. You're broken. Like, get it the fuck together. Could get you imagine talking to a kid like that? You could never. Oh my God, you could never. No, you you can't talk sweet. to a That's kid okay. like that. Yeah, it's okay. You're going to be yeah, okay. You got to reserve that for when You're you were learning. 40. You could talk to a 30-year-old like that. And that's why I think women as they age, they'd be like, all right, well. It ain't all that tender, loving care no more. They like, look, bitch, this is what it is. <laughs> Sit the fuck down and shut up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, you can't talk to a kid like that. How do you talk to a kid like that? Some people do, but it makes for it very broke. Not broken. I don't like that word, but it makes for very hurt, fragmented little scenes. All right. We don't have to go on and on about that. And then you're just interacting oh. with other people's inner child. That's the thing. These men, so many of these men. Oh, we're in fucking, with, we're at the plate. We're in the sandbox. I'm like, nigga, what? You want me to change your diaper? What you say? Sit on a, what you say? Sit on a potty. <laughs> you my son going to sit on the potty. You know, I ain't, you know, that's not me, right? I know, but I, I love okay. what you That's Nicki Minaj, right? Sound like some shit she would say. Yeah, you must not. That's what she said in that Cardi verse when Cardi oh. was like, I ain't hear that verse. That ain't the first I approve. When she was on the song with Migo, she was like, You must not go Cardi, sit on the party. You know you can't rap, girl. First of all, don't Your come for Cardi. pronunciation is a, a fabulous. Wow. It's good. I'd be like, Girl, you better say them words, girl. But you ain't no Nikki. Now stop. Cardi's more likable, in my humble opinion. We're talking about rap. <laughs> Right. And we don't talk like that with for men. Um, Tupac's more likable. Who Tupac is? Said, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your bitch and the click you claim. Yeah, no, could you imagine? Why would he start a song like that? It's amazing. It's epic. I get and then it, it, he said first off, like number first one. First off. Wow. What that was his inner child. Yeah. Girl, he he was so he wore that on his sleeve. Jay running around here, yeah. Daddy left, fucked up in the game. Poor. Wow, it's we're Rejected. just all in a fucking sandbox. Rejected, she said. Making sandcastles, watching them fall apart in the wind. I don't even want to know Beyonce's inner child. It's like that's a whole other fucking beast. She's like run and sing and jump. <laughs> I'll do with them all. How to run and sing and jump at the same time. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> yeah. daddy, daddy, I can't do another lap around the, around daddy, the plantation. I'm tired, daddy, please. Mommy, I, I can't. Mommy, please. Me. You're burning my ears. <laughs> my hair is already fucking straight. You don't do this to Solange. Daddy. Please. Oh, Solange is like, see me. No, I will say they, I was really impressed with them when they, when her, um, her mom said that they got Solange and Beyonce counseling early, like as kids, because they She's knew like, they were like, Solange, you're going to need it. Cause you ain't the star baby. I am done to... with this inner style shit. It, it is one. This baby got to go to bed. Put this little <laughs> child to bed. This bitch please. tired. <laughs> This baby need to be burped and put to bed. And this baby need to clean her room if you saw it. <laughs> That's right, a, well, no, I, I feel really um, happy that we had this conversation though, because that was helpful for me. Because I honestly didn't know. Like you talked me through that, how to ease them. And I think we need to name them what's and your hold them. What's your baby's name going to be? My inner, both of them? Natty. Huh? Natty. No, nobody called me Nettie. Twan, aunt. My family yeah, thirteen never to twenty-four me. is definitely aunt. Nobody called me aunt. Are you going by real people that? I mean, nobody called me anything. I'm just. Gonna I mean, be well, what? What? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. My mom would call me Shani. Oh wait, no, that was older. It was Bonnie. When I was a young baby, I was called Bonnie. Bonnie. Mm -hmm. My mom. She. Yeah. She just would say. 
jelly nose. <laughs> She's such a bitch. God damn. <laughs> what a bitch. Like, come here, you little jelly nose. Like, that's not nice now that I think about it. She's calling me a jealous. Jesus Christ. That's so cute. Jelly nose. <laughs> what she, does that even mean? She was calling me jealous. Oh, jealous. Jelly nose. You're such a little jelly nose. Girl, you what else does she call me? Internet, when are you going to go to therapy? I like, went. I got to go back. I got to no, go you back. You went back for something completely different, girl. We was talking about this crazy little girl, too, in there. I was like, and then my mom. Um, the older one, she just she just got to be. I'm just naming her ache. Oh, heartache. <laughs> Good morning, heartache. That was that bitch. She just like. I don't know. I got to sit down and think about it. I had to ask my parents what they called me because they they did have their little nicknames. Nicknames. Antoinette knew. My dad used to say that. Antoinette knew. Yeah. Like, but then it was Antoinette Lee. If I was in trouble, I'd be like, I can still hear him say that. Scared shitless. Antoinette Lee. Be like, fuck. My dad. Be like, I'm I'm hanging this here. He used to hang a belt on the, <laughs> he used to hang a belt on the door and say, I'm not gonna tell you why that's there, but you need to fix what the issue is and then it'll come down. And don't you know when we got older, he would tell me, Oh, I didn't know if you did anything. I just knew you did you were so goddamn bad. <laughs> yeah, I just knew you did something, so I know you go in there and fix it. And then I take the belt down. He Ooh. never hit me with a belt in his life. But he he would put it there and I'd be like, fuck, let me go. Because I was always mischievous. Like, let me go put the VCR back together before he sees. God. Anyway, shout out to her. That kid, she was she was an explorer. That one. She was nuts, though. I would love to see young Antoinette. You think she was, I was friends? a goofy kid. No, you probably would have been too... Maybe. I, I was don't know. not cool. Have you seen my you picture? Were, you probably would have been too quiet for me. No. I was a Tasmanian. I, I, I feel like I might have been too much for you. I didn't get quiet. I was a Tasmanian until, devil. I didn't get quiet until uh, 14, 15. That's when I went into myself. But I was out here, girl. Oh, oh yeah. You was out in the streets. I, I probably wouldn't here. have hung out with you because you were so ratchet. Not, like, I'm she's mixed up kids. with the wrong crowd. I was mixed up with the wrong crowd. You were <laughs> not. You'd be like, she's ghetto. She's, she's got to be on, she's headed down the wrong path. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, not for me. Dead ass. That's that, that, I was that kid, though. But no. my, I was into some shit. My best friend back in the day was Indian. Hare Krishna. I was supposed. You had a Hare Krishna here. friend? Or no, they were just Indian and you were being stereotypical? They were stereotypical. just Indian. <laughs> <laughs> she was Hindu. Hindu. Uh, all right, I got to go to bed. Same. Uh, AKA Wet myself into a coma. You need to go to Rashid's house. No, I'm getting in that car and driving. Do you have a? All right, this episode is over. Thank you all so much. Um, take care of your inner children. Name them. Put your babies to bed. Kiss them. Make sure they watched over. Make sure they're calm. Make sure when they're rambunctious, they're redirected with kindness. Ashe. <laughs> You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. I remember being young and so I knew what I needed.
Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you. Hey y'all, Antoinette here, and I am inviting you to take a bite out of summer with HelloFresh. From chef-curated seasonal recipes to their very new fresh and fit summer menu, HelloFresh brings flavor right to your door. And if you're looking to eat well this summer, HelloFresh's menu features calorie-smart and protein-smart lunch and dinner options. HelloFresh makes it easy to reach your food goals with flavor recipes that will definitely leave you feeling satisfied. Also, HelloFresh gets that you want options when it comes to what to make for dinner, not just the same old tired thing all the time. That's why they offer 40 recipes to choose from. Did you get that? 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So you'll never get bored and you can always find something new to try and love. Listen, it's peak time for summer produce and HelloFresh makes sure you get all of the best picks all season long. Their ingredients travel from the farm to your door in less than seven days for a quality you can taste. I recently made the Gouda Vibes Burger with tomato, onion, jam, and potato wedges. And I must say, this was one of the best burgers I have ever had. It was absolutely delicious. All of the ingredients were fresh, they were quality, and they were bursting with flavor. So what are you waiting for? Go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash ATWCurls50 and use code ATWCurls50 for 50% off plus free shipping.